Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. My name is Patty. You can find me most of the time at Herbs to Your Health, 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Greensburg. Our phone number is 724-836-7440. Our website is www.herbstoyourhealth. And yes, we have a Facebook page, which people go and look at, but it just has the podcast link on it, so uh, not much information there. But on the website, you can find out about the supplements that I talk about. If you click on order, you don't have to place an order. You can if you wish, but you can just search the products and read about them. I'm not quite sure how long it's been. Seems like a year, uh, but urinary maintenance is back. It's a wonderful formula. It strengthens and supports the urinary system, soothes inflammation, combats urinary infections, and stimulates the excretion of uric acid. It tones and strengthens the bladder and improves bladder control. It's also really good for detoxification and relieving excess fluid retention and swelling wherever it is. It has asparagus, dandelion, Dandelion has substantial levels of vitamins A, C, D, and B complex, as well as calcium, copper, iron, magnesium, manganese, potassium, silicon, and zinc. It's widely recommended for its nutritional content for pregnant women, um, women of any age, menopausal, postmenopausal, um, really good product really good um, herb, dandelion leaf. It's also in milk thistle combination. There's parsley, corn silk, watermelon seeds, donkwai, horsetail, hydrangea, uva ursi. Uva ursi is also a single herb and we have a customer who comes and buys four bottles at a time um, she is 60 years old and she used to have a problem not being able to get to the bathroom soon enough, if you know what I mean. That was like two years ago or maybe three. Now she has no such problem, but she takes Uva Ursi. There's also Euthero and Shazandra. Really great product. February is I understand is heart health month is that because of Valentine's Day I would say so so happy pre Valentine's Day and a happy birthday to Roger he will be 70 on February 13th doubt he's listening to uh, this podcast or any other one he still carries around a flip phone from the 80s and which still works apparently I don't know when someone says heart does it conjure up the image of a pump uh, no it really doesn't the organ beating inside our chest is just a pump but our cultural use of the word heart suggests the heart is much more 
So, for instance, we talk about giving our heart to someone when we fall in love. We feel our heart breaking when relationships end. We say, take heart to encourage someone. We take things to heart when we allow, allow them to affect us emotionally. We have a heart when we exhibit compassion for others. We harden our hearts when we emotionally lose good feelings for someone because of hurt and betrayal. We refer to love and relationships as matters of the heart. That seems a little antiquated, but if you can think of another one, let me know. All these examples show that subjectively we experience our hearts as much more than a mechanical pump for blood. The heart is deeply connected with feelings and relationships with others. However, when the heart is diseased, most of us tend to completely ignore this deep emotional experience of heart of the heart and act as if our feelings have little or nothing to do with the health of our heart. Nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, feelings have to do with all of our physical um, ailments or pain or suffering. The spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical bodies are very connected. So when you heal one, you, you work on healing all of them. Um, when it comes to treating heart problems, working on emotional and relationship issues is just important as working on the heart nutritionally. Um, the heart knows things the brain does not. A while back, I came across a book called The Secret Teachings of Plants, The Intelligence of the Heart in the Direct Perception of Nature. It's a remarkable book. Um, science has confirmed that the heart is much more than a pump. We've all been taught that the heart pumps the blood through the circulatory system. But according to the author of this book, the blood starts circulating in the fetus before the heart starts pumping. How is that possible? Um, I'll tell you. Um, the, the heart is simply not strong enough to pump not a strong enough pump to move the blood through tens of thousands of miles of blood vessels in the body. So I guess the most, the more recent research shows that blood travels on an electromagnetic wave. It moves in a vortex like water spiraling down a drain. The spinning red blood cells act like an electromagnetic generator maintaining the wave. The heart sets the pace for this wave and the entire body responds to it. Our understanding of the heart doesn't stop here. The heart is also a brain. The heart is 60 to 65% nerve cells. So it's wrong to think of the heart as simply a muscle or a pump um, because it's literally more of a brain. The heart has intelligence and memory. There was another book, I'm gonna say back in the 80s, called The Heart's Code by Dr. Paul Pearsall. He studied the phenomenon of memory transfer and organ transplant patients. People can suddenly acquire new food preferences, interests, and other memories from the donors of organs. 
The heart appears to be particularly prone to memory transfer, and people who receive heart transplants often undergo major emotional and personality shifts. The book contains fascinating stories about this. Of course, the, the, the heart doesn't think in words. It thinks in feelings, um, both, both nonlinear and holographic. Um, it, it's difficult to explain in words what the heart is thinking, but it's probably what drives uh, great poets, artists, and musicians. Their art is born of their struggle to communicate information in the language of the heart rather than the language of the brain. Well, there's more. The heart is also a gland. It secretes hormones that communicate with the rest of the cells of the body. So the heart has a major impact on the health of the body on many levels, and the best way to understand the heart is to understand its language, emotions, and feelings. Um, I could go on with more about the, the heart, um, you know, how to nurture, stop hardening the heart or attacking the heart, um, but I just want to move on to good friends for a healthy heart, which would be, um, we'll start with CoQ10. Um, CoQ10 is super important for the heart. Um, even the emotion, well, they can't really help, none of the supplements can help the emotional aspects of the heart the way herbs can. So um, nervous fatigue formula is really good for stress and anxiety, and it's really good for the heart. In fact, it used to be called HSC, Heart Stress Dash Chinese, because they're Chinese herbs. So our uh, green friends, our herbs, our plants, really help us physically. They can help our wounded hearts to, he to heal. And um, moving on, we're not eating enough fruits and vegetables, as we know. Uh, vitamin deficiency is a growing epidemic, especially as it relates to vitamin D and K. I'm just thinking of the story of the person, 50, woman, 54 years old, health problems since the age of teenager, basically. Um, I said, at the very least, you need to take vitamin D3 with C iodine, and she's having some hot flashes and kind of menopausal things. And I said, natural changes. She said, no, I tried that before, it didn't work. Guess what, it really does work. And she came back for her second box um, in, in the past week. So that's something to look into if you have um, any kind of menopausal difficulty. Uh, vitamin K is another one that people are massively deficient in. If you are um, malnourished with vitamin K, it can actually kill you. 
Not ingesting the right antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals expose us to a higher risk of chronic bacterial and viral infections. Um, depends on what list you look at, but heart disease is the number one or number two killer. I, I'm still saying cancer is the number one, but nobody talks about that. Heart disease, you never hear people talking about um, how many Americans die of cardiovascular disease each year. And how do we uh, remedy that? By taking a program of supplements. Vitamin K affects our circulatory systems. So Cardio Assurance has vitamin K in it, krill oil, omegas are excellent for the cardiovascular system. Um, if you have or know somebody who has heart disease, coronary heart disease, it's reversible. It be, speaking of that, in the past two weeks, I've listened to two um, webinars by medical doctors who recommend supplements. They're not around here. Uh, one was in, I think, Northern California, California, and the other one was in, I don't know, Dakota, one of the Dakotas or Idaho, somewhere out there. Um, anyway, they both started off by saying, I mean, not literally started off, but in the first, I'd say 15 minutes, about um, cholesterol. They totally believe the lies that have been perpetuated about cholesterol. I guess if you tell a lie enough times, it becomes the truth. Um, <clears throat> cholesterol is not bad for us. Anyway, they said, you know, you have to limit your consumption of eggs. Totally false. You cannot raise your cholesterol, or if you can, it's negligible, um, by eating eggs. And certainly if you get them from the farm where the the hens lay them, the chickens, whoever they are. Um, they're delicious. They last literally for six months in your refrigerator, or you can keep them out on the counter, I think, but I prefer to refrigerate them. Nothing better for you. Um, <clears throat> coronary heart disease begins in the circulating blood with the formation of microclots, and microplaques that clog heart arteries, injure heart cells, and cause heart disease. It cannot be reversed with bypass surgery, angioplasty, or blocker drugs. It's, the microclots are caused by oxidative injury, plastics, toxins. The most dangerous heart killers are anger and stress. Cholesterol is an antioxidant that protects the heart, not injures it. An injured heart heals with nutrients, not beta and calcium channel blockers. So the approach to reversing heart disease, I'm saying meditation, your prayer and your meditation, maybe send healing to people. And then your nutrients and herbs, um, cleansing that gets rid of or even prevents um, those microclots in the blood 
and um, chelation therapy, which is very, very expensive. So Megacal, Mega C-H-E-L, is like chelation therapy. It's oral though, you take it as in tablets. It's much more effective, it's way cheaper, and you, uh, it's very complete in its removal of the toxins and heavy metals because you take it every day. So whatever you have come into contact with that or the previous day, hopefully will be removed. There was a new study published in the Journal of Nutrition and Metabolism that found that curcumin significantly improves the functional state of the blood vessels of healthy adults within two months. Um, they conclude that, or part of their conclusion says that cardiovascular diseases are often asymptomatic and can begin as early as childhood. Really? Well, I don't know, maybe if you had uh, a mother who didn't take care of her health and I don't know, no, no judgments. <clears throat> anyway, they say that there's damage to the vascular endothelium. It's a mono layer of cells that um, it is on the inside of the vessels, the arteries, and they, they only gave them, um, for those eight weeks, the two months, not even one capsule, like a half of a capsule, maybe it was one capsule of curcumin, and I don't even know what brand they used. Speaking of brands, do you know that 85% of the supplement companies that people buy are owned by drug companies? A woman was in yesterday. She had a bottle, um, very common brand that's sold by practitioners. And I said, oh yeah, this is one of the ones that are... Um, owned by a drug company. I don't know which one, but it definitely owned by a drug company. It turns out she wrote a book about it. I had known that, but then I forgot. So she said, yeah, just hook me up with the um, all the stuff in your shop. She quit for a while and now she's back because she said nothing made her feel as good. So the proof is how do you feel? The doctrine of signatures is the notion that the color, shape, growth pattern, or whatever of a plant provides clues to its medicinal properties. Hawthorne, and let me just say both of the doctors whose webinars I listened to, Hawthorne was their number one plant to reverse cardiovascular disease. Um, it conforms to the doctrine of signatures. It has a bright red color, so hawthorn berries are associated with the color cardiovascular system. The, the color reveals hawthorn's high level of flavonoids along with its OPCs, oligomeric procyanidins, OPCs for short, 
It's what we find OPCs in grapeseed and resveratrol. And I didn't um, have on my list to talk about a lot of things for the heart, just a few. I hope to continue next week. Anyway, <clears throat> OPCs are widely recognized for their ability to tone and strengthen the heart and to prevent and reverse cardiovascular damage by scavenging free radicals and inhibiting inflammation. Flavonoids regulate the body's immune response to allergens, viruses, and carcinogens and are active against a wider range of free radicals than most antioxidants. In addition, hawthorn berries contain magnesium and niacin, which are useful for treating angina, and at least seven known blood thinners, at least nine separate um, anti-edemics, three hypertensives, which expand, expand blood vessels, lower blood vessel, lower blood pressure, and reduce the heart's work, workload. Easy for me to say, right? Hawthorne is a member of the Rose family, and many of these same components are found in other members of the Rose family, such as uh, apples, peaches, pears, blackberries, prunes, and rose hips. A long time ago, I'm gonna say in the maybe early 80s, I used to take rose hips for vitamin C until I figured out that you had to take like a bottle of rose hips to get the amount of vitamin C in one vitamin C tablet. Okay, uh, roses are associated with the, the heart as well. I don't know what the signature is, but we think of roses for the heart. So I would add Hawthorne to my daily program. Um, I don't have to add it, I already it's already in mine, but I think everybody should. Besides its cardiotonic properties, um, Hawthorne helps with the symptoms of ADHD, so it helps children stay more focused and attentive. Hawthorne berries, great, great product. Um, CoQ10 is an enzyme found in all body cells, and the heart has most of these enzymes. Uh, people who have suffered a heart attack or have high blood pressure greatly improve by taking CoQ10. Magnesium is a very essential mineral for cardiac health. It regulates the heartbeat and lowers blood pressure. This mineral prevents strokes by reducing platelet adhesiveness by about 40%. It can absorb plaque. Uh, cardio assurance, I just mentioned, combines many of the benefits of heart protecting herbs and nutrients all in one product. Um, HS2 has hawthorn, garlic, and capsicum. HS2 helps to reduce blood pressure, prevents clotting in the circulatory system. It enhances cardiac circulation. It, it, these three herbs, hawthorn, garlic, and capsicum, we can call them tonic herbs. So it improves the heart's function. Capsicum you can take by itself. It's 
um, acts as a powerful circulatory stimulant. <clears throat> it enhances blood flow to the extremities and equalizes circulation. And then there's ginkgo and hawthorn, which is actually ginkgo, hawthorn, and olive leaf. So they're tonics. Olive leaf has been used for, I don't know, 6,000 years. Um, the leaves contain the immune-stimulating phytochemicals that benefit the spleen, liver, lungs, kidneys, cardiovascular system. It, it's a powerful immune booster that interrupts the replication of pathogens. Olive leaf will help protect the body and brain from free radical damage, promotes healthy blood pressure. Uh, shingles responds very well to VSC, olive leaf, and silver shield. And um, let's see, I'm going to move on. Oh, yes, please come in during the month of February, if you're listening, for a free compass. I almost forgot to say that. Um, the compass is not a medical device. Somebody said, should, should I take, do I have to take off my clothes? Well, if you want to, go ahead. But no, this is not a medical place. Um, it, the compass does not diagnose, treat, cure. It does not determine deficiency. All it gives us is our body's biological preferences. It tells us what to take. Um, it's, it's decision support software that helps determine which nutritional supplements your body prefers. It's a maintenance type program. So if you get your oil changed every 3,000 miles, don't take better care of your car than you take of your body. Um, just come in and you have two more weeks plus a few more days, more than two weeks to come in to get your free compass if you're listening to the podcast. It runs on a bio survey. It's the subconscious communication between a computer and a person. It asks the body a series of questions through galvanic skin response. So the electrical, just like the blood is pumped by electrical conductivity, the skin has it. <clears throat> it measures the energetic field it's 400 million impulses per second. Do you know that in the, sp the speed of light, in one second, light can travel around the earth seven times. That's the speed of light. The speed of thought is instantaneous. So if you send a good thought to someone or some healing energy or some white light, they receive it immediately. Anyway, back to the compass, um, it measures the body's reaction to electronic stimuli, its circulation, digestion, energy, and metabolic functions, and then you get a stress profile or a wag wagon wheel, the report that we print. It determines which products bring the out-of-range biomarkers back into range, doesn't matter what the number is. What is relevant is the product that brings the out of range back into balance. 
It's not a measurement of health or lack of health, but you've lived in your body for decades, so you know if you're feeling healthy or not. It uh, tells our, us which supplements our body is currently preferring. Um, two success stories about a single herb. One was cordyceps, and it helped a person kick a low-level virus after three weeks. Not a bad virus, but, you know, just this low-level, um, just out-of-sorts kind of thing. Cordyceps is another tonic herb. Uh, it's in the same class as ginseng. It's an energy tonic that's been used for thousands of years. It supports the kidneys and lungs, the water and metal energy. Um, there's some aspects of adrenal support there too, because it's related to basic energy and stamina. Um, cordyceps stimulates testosterone production. So if you have, um, you know, Low, feel like you have low testosterone, fellas. Cordyceps might help. It's also related to immune function. It enhances the ability of our bodies to prevent and fight infection. Helpful for people with weak lungs. One of the benefits of cordyceps to the respiratory system is in its ability to reduce inflammation in the lungs. So... Um, very, very helpful. And then the other one was licorice root. We forget about single herbs sometimes. Um, licorice root is um, very, very sweet. If you've ever had liquid licorice, it will not increase your thirst. Glycerizic acid is the chief active principle, um, which makes it very sweet. Licorice will actually alleviate thirst. Um, it's a sweet root, so glycerin, glyceriza is derived from a Greek word meaning sweet and root. It has substantial antiarthritic activity. It provides anti-inflammatory effects, it, which is related to a release of uh, corticoids from the adrenals which can then be helpful for people with arthritis. Yucca has kind of the same thing. Similar, I should say. Uh, licorice is recommended for soothing sore throats. It stimulates adrenal function, yet protects the liver, which is the body's detoxification plant. In so, it's gonna, licorice will reverse liver diseases. It contains a natural hormone that will replace cortisone. So if you know people who get cortisone injections in their knees or wherever, um, licorice, just like doing that. It um, brings blood sugar back to normal if you have low blood sugar. It soothes and heals inflamed mucous membranes of the respiratory tract. 
So there you have it. Licorice is in many of our formulas, but you can buy the single herb as well. Thank you very much for listening. I will continue on with heart health herbs next week. And if there's something you would like for me to talk about on a podcast, please send me an email by going to the website www.herbstoyourhealth.net or call 724-836-7440. Thank you very much and happy Valentine's Day.